0: Today's audio devotional was made possible thanks to the generous efforts and support of Belfield Presbyterian Church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You can find this podcast and many others like it at devocast.com. Thanks for listening. Heidelberg Catechism. Question 101. But may we swear an oath in God's name if we do it reverently? Yes, when the government demands it or when necessity requires it in order to maintain and promote truth and trustworthiness for God's glory and our neighbor's good. Such oaths are grounded in God's word, and were rightly used by the people of God in the Old and New Testaments. Question 102. May we also swear by saints or other creatures? No. A legitimate oath means calling upon God as the only one who knows my heart to witness to my truthfulness, and to punish me if I swear falsely. No creature is worthy of such honor. The lesson is from the book of
1: Isaiah. Chapter 14 For the Lord will have compassion on Jacob, and will again choose Israel, and will set them in their own land, and sojourners will join them and will attach themselves to the house of Jacob. And the people will take them and bring them to their place, and the house of Israel will possess them in the Lord's land, as male and female slaves. They will take captives those who were their captors, and rule over those who oppressed them. When the Lord has given you rest from your pain and turmoil and the hard service which you are made to serve, you will take up this taunt against the king of Babylon, How the oppressor has ceased, the insolent fury ceased, the Lord has broken the staff of the wicked, the scepter of rulers, that struck the people in wrath with unceasing blows, that ruled the nations in anger with unrelenting persecution, the whole earth is at rest and quiet, they break forth into singing, the cypress rejoice at you, the cedars of Lebanon, saying, since you were laid low, no woodcutter comes up against us. Sheol beneath is stirred up to meet you when you come. It rouses the shades to greet you, all who were leaders of the earth. It raises from their thrones all who were kings of the nations. All of them will answer and say to you, You too have become weak as we are. You have become like us. Your pomp is brought down to Sheol. The sounds of your harps, maggots were laid as a bed beneath you, and worms are your covers. How you are fallen from heaven, O day star, son of dawn! How you are cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the mount of the assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. But you are brought down to Sheol, to the far reaches of the pit. Those who see you will stare at you and ponder over you. Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook the kingdoms and made the world like a desert and overthrew its cities, who did not let his prisoners go home? All the kings of the nations lie in glory, each in his own tomb, but you are cast out, away from your grave, like a loathed branch, clothed clothed with the slain, those pierced by the sword, who go down to the stones of the pit, like a dead body trampled underfoot. You will not be joined with them in burial, Because you have destroyed your land, you have slain your people. May the offspring of evildoers never more be named. Prepare slaughter for his sons, because of the guilt of their fathers, lest they rise and possess the earth, and fill the face of the world with cities. I will rise up against them, declares the Lord of hosts, and will cut off from Babylon name and remnant, descendants and posterity, declares the Lord. And I will make it a possession of the hedgehog, and pools of water, and I will sweep it with the broom of destruction, declares the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts has sworn, as I have planned, so it shall be, and as I have purposed, so it shall stand, that I will break the Assyrian in my in my land, and on my mountains trample him underfoot, and his yoke shall depart from them, and his burden from their shoulder. This is the purpose that is purposed concerning the whole earth, and this is the hand that is stretched out over all the nations. For the Lord of hosts has purposed, and who will annul it? His hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? In the year that King Ahaz died, came this oracle. Rejoice not, O Philista, all of you, that the rod that struck you is broken, for from the serpent's root will come forth an adder, and its fruit will be a flying, fiery serpent, and the firstborn of the poor will graze, and the needy lie down in safety. But I will kill your root with famine, and your remnant it will slay. Wail, O gate, cry out, O city, melt in fear, O Philista, all of you, for smoke comes out of the mouth, and there is no straggler in its ranks." For what will one answer to the messengers of the nation? The Lord has founded Zion, and in her the afflicted of his people find refuge. Chapter 15. An Oracle Concerning Moab. Because Ar of Moab is laid waste in a night, Moab is undone. Because Kir of Moab is laid waste in a night, Moab is undone. He has gone up to the temple, and to Dibbon, to the high places to weep, over Nebo and over Medeba. Moab wails. On every head is baldness. Every beard is shorn. In the streets they wear sackcloth. On the housetops and in the squares, everyone wails and melts in tears. Heshbon and Aleha cry out. Their voice is heard as far as Jahaz. Therefore, the armed men of Moab cry aloud. His soul trembles. My heart cries out for Moab. Her fugitives flee to Zoar. To Elagath Shalashiah. For at the ascent of lehuith they go about weeping. On the road to Horonom, they raise a cry of destruction. The waters of Nimrim are a desolation. The grass is withered, the vegetation fails. The greenery is no more. Therefore, the abundance they have gained and what they have laid up they carry away over the brook of the willows. For a cry has gone around the land of Moab. Her wailing reaches to Eglame. Her wailing reaches to beer Elim. For the waters of Dibon are full of blood. For I will bring upon Dibon even more, a lion for those of Moab who escape for the remnant of the land. Chapter 16. Send the lamb to the ruler of the land, from Selah, by way of the desert, to the mount of the daughter of Zion. Like fleeing birds, like a scattered nest, so are the daughters of Moab at the fords of Arnon. Give counsel, grant justice. Make your shade like night at the height of noon. Shelter the outcasts. Do not reveal the fugitive. Let the outcasts of Moab sojourn among you. Be a shelter to them from the destroyer. When the oppressor is no more, and the destruction has ceased, and he who tramples underfoot has vanished from the land, then a throne will be established in steadfast love, and on it will sit in faithfulness in the tent of David, one who judges and seeks justice, and is swift to do righteousness. We have heard of the pride of Moab, how proud he is, of his arrogance, his pride, and his insolence, and his idle boasting he is not right. Therefore let Moab wail for Moab, Let everyone wail, mourn utterly stricken, for the raisin cakes of Kir Haresheth. For the fields of Heshbon languish, and the vine of Sima. The lords of the nations have struck down its branches, that reached to Jazir, and strayed to the desert, its shoots spread abroad, and passed over the sea, therefore I weep with the weeping of Jazir. For the vine of Sima, I drench you with my tears, O Heshbon and Alela. For over your summer fruit and your harvest the shout has ceased, and joy and gladness are taken away from the fruitful field. And in the vineyards no songs are sung, no cheers are raised. No treader treads out wine in the presses. I've put an end to the shouting. Therefore my inner parts moan like a lyre for Moab, and my inmost self for Kir Haraseth. And when Moab presents himself, when he wearies himself on the high place, when he comes to his sanctuary to pray, he will not prevail. This is the word that the Lord spoke concerning Moab in the past, but now the Lord has spoken, saying, In three years, like the years of a hired worker, the glory of Moab will be brought into contempt, in spite of all his great multitude, and those who remain will be very few and feeble. Chapter 17. An Oracle Concerning Damascus Behold, Damascus will cease to be a city, and will become a heap of ruins. The cities of Aurora are deserted. They will be for flocks, which will lie down, and none will make them afraid. The fortress will disappear from Ephraim, and the kingdom from Damascus. And the remnant of Syria will be like the glory of the children of Israel, declares the Lord of hosts. And in that day, the glory of Jacob will be brought low, and the fat of his flesh will grow lean. And it shall be as when the reaper gathers standing grain, and his arm harvests ears, as when one gleans the ears of grain in the valley of Rephaim. Gleanings will be left in it. As when an olive tree is beaten, two or three berries in the top of the highest bough, four or five on the branches of a fruit tree, declares the Lord God of Israel. In that day, man will look to his maker, and his eyes will look on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. He will not look at the altars, the work of his hands, and he will not look on what his own fingers have made, either the Asherim or the altars of incense. In that day... Their strong cities will be like the the deserted places of the wooded heights, and the hilltops which they deserted because of the children of Israel, and there will be desolation. For you have forgotten the Lord of your salvation, and have not remembered the rock of your refuge. Therefore, though you plant pleasant plants, and sow the vine branch of a stranger, though you make them grow on the day that you plant them, and make them blossom in the morning that you sow, yet the harvest will flee away, in a day of grief and incurable pain. Ah, the thunder of many peoples, they thunder like the thundering of the sea. Ah, the roar of nations, they roar like the roaring of the mighty waters. The nations roar like the roaring of many waters, but he will rebuke them, and they will flee far away, chased like chaff on the mountains before the wind, and the whirling dust before the storm. At the evening time behold terror, before morning they are no more. This is the portion of those who loot us, and the lot of those who plunder us." Chapter 18. Ah, land of whirring wings that is beyond the rivers of Cush, which sends ambassadors by the sea in vessels of papyrus on the waters. Go, you swift messengers, to a nation tall and smooth, to a people feared and near and far, a nation mighty and conquering, whose land the rivers divide. All you inhabitants of the world, you who dwell on the earth, when a signal is raised from the mountains, look. When a trumpet is blown, hear. For thus the Lord said to me, I will quietly look from my dwelling, like clear heat in sunshine, like a cloud of dew in the heat of harvest. For before the harvest, when the blossom is over, and the flower becomes a ripening grape, he cuts off the shoots with pruning hooks, and the spreading branches he lops off and clears away. They shall all of them be left to the birds of prey of the mountains, and to the beasts of the earth, and the birds of prey will summer on them, and all the beasts of the earth will winter on them. All that time tribute will be brought to the lord of hosts from a people tall and smooth from a people feared ne'er and far a nation mighty and conquering whose land the rivers divide to mount zion the place of the name of the lord of hosts
0: meditate and dwell on what you're paying attention to in god's word how has it connected with your heart or mind Pray to God freely about what has moved you today. Turn your thoughts to him and enjoy his presence. We offer the following as prayer topic suggestions. For those who work in technology, for fellowship with the risen Christ. Thank you for listening to DevoCast.